0: Hello parents, welcome to the Crazy Cool Family Podcast. Don and Suzanne Manning here and hopefully I am using a good tone of voice <laughs> <laughs> as I talk to you. If right not, now. you'll make me cry. No, because <laughs> that's what we're gonna talk about today, tone. Your tone of voice. How often have you ever had your wife, guys, have you ever had your wife say to you, I don't like that tone you're using with me? (laughs) Has that ever happened to you? Has it (laughs) happened to you, Don? Oh wow. Yes. (laughs) Once or twice. Yes, it has happened (laughs) to me. In 30 years. And and what's wild is, is a lot of times when it's happened to me, not that it's happened so often, maybe it has. Yes, it has. Daily. Okay. Is that I don't even know that I'm using a, a bad tone. You're not aware that it, of that. And and so I will say the things to Suzanne like, "Honey, I'm just being passionate. I'm just excited about." It. No, you're angry. You have an angry you're tone. You're frustrated. Yes. That's what
1: I would say you're frustrated, yes, which is and, which is another word
0: for angry. And and <laughs> and maybe I am, maybe I'm not, you know, but either way, it shuts down the conversation. The tone that I'm using is because of the tone in this case, um, it's not getting through to my wife, right? What I'm trying to communicate something with my words, but the tone is not communicating. It's it's almost it's usurping your words. Oh yeah, absolutely. And so we we even, you know, there's, you guys all know this, but we're going to bring it up because it's important that there's three elements of a conversation. One of them is the, the tone and one of them is the words and one of them is the body language. Well, you know, all we focus on usually is the words, but those everybody says, you know, that your tone and your body language are huge. In fact, they're more important than the actual words you say. And so, we're not going to talk about body language today. Maybe that's a podcast for another day, but today we're going to focus on how uh, the impact of the your tone of voice.
1: Yeah, so there's so many times when we talk to you guys and share with you guys, we talk about this is a next level concept. But today I don't feel like it's a, we don't feel like it's a next level concept. concept. We feel like that this is actually a fine-tuned concept. This is, you're not, I mean, the scriptures say to pay attention to your words. Your words are like, honey, you know, they're they're like the the, the sharp tongue that divide. I mean, there's just thousands of scriptures all in the Proverbs that talk about the tongue, but we're actually going a little bit finer than your tongue. And we're actually talking about the tone
0: of the words that you're using. So it's not just, you know, And let's think about what, uh, you know, there's all kinds of scriptures, you know, Ephesians 432 says, be kind and compassionate to one another. Um, Proverbs fifteen one says a soft answer turns away wrath. And we think that tone has to be soft. We think that tone has to be where and maybe it's the volume of our voice, but really, a lot of it has to do with the inflection of our voice. And this really hit me when I was a new dad, uh, the first let's say five to seven, eight years, because I had, and and maybe even longer, because I had, we, we have, our first four kids are girls. So it was me and five girls in our house. And it seemed like my tone was always getting me into trouble. It was always shutting down my girls. And I didn't get it because, um, I just couldn't figure. I couldn't quite figure out how to get my tone right and to have a, um, a, a a calm voice. It would feel like that. Even the least little thing I would say. And Suzanne, you might just want to comment into this: is that what was it that you know? Um, I didn't feel like I was being overly uh, harsh or anything else. But what was being received by our daughters?
1: Yeah, and so I do want to. Um answer that along with just invite dads in that are listening to this as well understand that you have a deep tone of voice and so especially for a little girl but even for a little boy who's been around his mom all day day, who talks in a higher pitch or a higher tone when dad comes in you don't ever have to raise your voice because your voice your deep tone is carries authority and it carries it carries a a demand of obedience with it and I think that sometimes when our kids were little, I don't know that you understood how valuable your nice, calm, normal voice was and how that was going to do it. You never did have to get you never had to elevate it. You know, sometimes as moms, we feel like we have to elevate it three or four notches to where we're almost screaming to get our kids to obey. But dads don't have to do that. They can very calmly say, I need you to go get your shoes on. So you know, you're saying time to moms put your shoes should on. yell at their kids, but dads <laughs> should not. <Is> there... <laughs> well, I'm, well, that's good. I'm glad you said that. I am saying that they the, what the dad says goes a lot further than what the mom says. And so the dads, you don't, don't ever yell at your kids. You don't get to, because you will damage your kids at a whole higher level than moms do when they yell at their kids.
0: Yeah. And you know, when I was in that mode, I got really actually angry at that because it didn't... Yeah, you felt like you had a higher standard. Oh like gosh, you had yeah. It didn't seem fair. No. It's like I felt like I was in a vice, if you will. I could, in a box, I couldn't move. You couldn't be male. You couldn't have your deep voice. Well, You it, had to
1: talk like this.
0: <laughs> Not quite. <laughs> like Donald Duck. <laughs> I, I just felt like I, I couldn't, I didn't know how to do it right. And it felt like the standard was too high. And uh, but, you know, and I did have anger issues and I mean, I still do, but I mean, I, I, not as much, hopefully. But I mean, I, I it's part of it was just being angry. But um, it took me a while and, and God showed me, he said, look, I really want you. I'm really concerned about your anger. I really want you to be a kind and compassionate man. I want you to be someone who can um, disciple people and to do that. And I'm I'm going to take you through having five girl five girls in your house because it's that important to me mm-hmm. and when I realized it that way it was like oh you know God cares enough about my character about my um, uh, and he cares enough about my kids that he really wants to impress this upon me and it it worked you know I mean today uh, my kids will say that I'm an encouraging person right that it's that I'm not a critical harsh critical person which, When the first five to 10 years of my parenting, they would have said that, you know, they may not, but they were four. They couldn't say it at that time. But if you project them to where they were today, because God used that to. And so what I I want to say, dads in particular, allow the Holy Spirit to uh, to let you see what your tone does. Watch the countenance of your kids when you have a harsh tone with them and watch the watch them kind of watch them maybe even not wanna be around you because mm-hmm. of your harsh tone. And it's not just dads. I mean, moms have the same issues.
1: Right, yeah. So I believe the tone of our voice has a lot to do with the quality of our relationships. And you saw that breakdown with the little girls. They didn't wanna be around you. They didn't feel safe with you. And so mamas, the same thing happens w- with us, with our with our little girls as well, but for sure with our sons. I mean, there's so many times. I mean, even today, if I am frustrated or annoyed, or I'm being impatient with something, And I'll say, you know, Max will come downstairs and he'll go, he'll be like, what's for lunch? And I'm like, I don't care whatever you fix. I mean, whatever you want. It doesn't matter. Do you want me to fix you something? I'll make you something. I mean, and I'll say it just like that. And he's like, mom, what's wrong? Like, are you mad? Are you frustrated? Are you annoyed? And if you listen to every single one of my words, those words were great words, but my tone dictated it all. If I would have said, I don't know, babe, what do you want for lunch? What sounds good? Want me to fix you something? Other than the word babe, those were the exact same sentences. It's just the tone it's of voice. It's kind of hard to
0: use the word babe with a harsh tone. <laughs>
1: it's true. When you're thinking nice, then you're thinking babe, yeah. honey, hey, sugar, babe. <laughs> lumpy. <laughs> and so, Mamas, I just want to, oh my goodness, like I said, this is fine-tuning how you're relating to the people in your life, how you're relating to your spouse, and how
0: you're relating to your kids is all about that tone. And Because let me tell you, moms and dads, tone is a game changer i mean it's an absolute game changer when you can change the tone you're talking to your kids with you one you open them up and, and and i guess the corollary to that is you don't shut them down they're so and what i mean by shut them down is is that when you elevate your tone when it becomes harsh All your kid wants to do is get away from it.
1: Oh, yeah. I mean, we all do. I do, too. You do, too, right? If somebody's freaking out. We were at a restaurant the other day, and this guy went off on the manager, you know, about wearing masks, and I just wanted to leave. And we hadn't had our food yet, but I couldn't wait to get out of there. I didn't know the man,
0: but his tone of voice stressed me out. And think about, guys, moms and dads, if you're at work, and your boss all of a sudden starts to get all mad and yell at you i mean what do you want to do get me back to my office what do i have to yes, do yes, all you think yes. about is what do i have to do to get out of here yep well multiply that by 10. because and that's it's the a way little you, kid and you're an adult right. and they
1: want your approval and they want your acceptance i mean yes. think about
0: this moms and dads you ever see how a kid let's say a three-year-old how they draw uh, if they can draw if the, how they draw uh, people. Yeah. And what happens is they draw them with really long legs and really short torsos. Or
1: no torso at all. A lot of the times you'll see a circle, which is the head, and then two lines coming out of it, which is the legs. Because that's how they see them. That's their perspective. Yeah. Exactly.
0: And so when you can think about your four year old, little girl or boy, how they see you as this big monster, mm-hmm. really, that comes at them, and then you're coming at them with a harsh tone. I mean, it is just, it is terrifying to them. And even it it also applies to your teenager. Um, I mean, and, and- For sure.
1: Actually, your teenager, that's really what they're listening to. They're listening to your tone. Um, more so than they are to your words because they don't know that they trust your words and they don't know if they believe your words because a lot of the times it we uh, we have got it down to a science where we can say the right thing but how we feel we can't hide that in our tone and so our our our, our teenagers like we've said earlier they are super sensitive to hypocrites (laughs) and so where they get that where they pick up on if you're being a hypocrite or not is in your tone of voice and so just like with Maddox, that whole example that I did about fixing lunch or not. I mean, I I wasn't saying it with kindness. I didn't want to fix him lunch. He knew I didn't want to fix him lunch because of my tone of voice. But my words said,
0: what do you want? I'll fix you something for lunch. Well, and (sighs) what happens is, is they take, they blame themselves for our negative tone for whatever. Well, I've done something wrong. Well, I'm not enough. I'm not. And our tone sends versus, I mean, let's flip it. When you have an encouraging tone, um, it just, it lifts their spirits. And if you come in and and even, or even if it's a, okay, you say, well, how can I be encouraging when I need to get onto him, get onto him or whatever? You can be, we we say this a lot. You can be firm without being angry and you can have a good, you know? So one of the things that I work on a lot is if I'm angry, if I'm, if I'm frustrated with something or whatever is my first thing I think about now is, What's gonna be my tone? And I still mess it up. I mean, but what happens is when you start to do it well, then they're more forgiving of your tone. Mm, oh, yeah. When, when it's not consistent of you. Like, uh, I mean, there was a, a, a couple of months ago that I yelled at one of my boys. And I mean, that I really got mad. And it was uncharacteristic.
1: Like it shocked all of us because that's not who you, that wasn't, that's not who you are. And we're like, wait a minute, what is that? Where's that
0: coming from? What in the world? But what happened was it it really shut him down. And I saw, I hadn't seen it in a long time because I've really never, I haven't yelled like that in, in maybe years or at least months. And so. Maybe um, that kid's never seen it. <laughs> exactly. But it was because I know, so dads and moms, you know, know that for sure that when you're uh, yelling, um, you know, when you are out of control, um, man, that just that does that's going to really Suzanne was saying that uh, tone has a lot to do with the quality of your relationships. If you want to push your kid away, be a yeller. be somebody who's going to be, and, and, you know, some people say, well, that's not our culture. We yell and stuff. And, and, and we get that. And there are differences in those things. But when you, I'm talking about when you yell in anger, you know, we, you, you can be a guy who's hugs all the time or is excited about life or, you know, is loud. That's different than being harsh and angry. Does that make sense? I hope that's making sense to your parents that it's not about stopping your personality. It's about how your, your tone is communicating uh, disapproval and frustration and all those things.
1: Exactly. And so a lot of the times we'll attach those negative emotions to passion. But passion can be enthusiastic, it can be excited, it can be happy, it can be joyful that's you know that that's what we're going after. so if you are a passionate person, then by all means be passionate. But if you are an angry, passionate person, then you need to know that you are doing damage there's There's damage that's happening along the way. you're taking people out right and left with your with your negative
0: tone um, and, and so what would you say? To them, Suzanne, about what to do about changing our tone, and and to, and to you know be a one where we've said, be aware of it.
1: Well, you know, I just think that that's key is awareness is key. I mean, just think of the word, okay, just be aware. So how are you aware? You pay attention to your tone of voice. You're mindful of it. What's going on? What's going on with me? And what causes you to use a good or a bad tone? And then once again, awareness, how do you change that tone? How do we change the tone that we use? And so awareness is key. Just stop and pay attention to it. I mean,
0: well, and for me, it was awareness of the damage. I was
1: doing oh yeah I
0: I could see that it wasn't just awareness of oh I'm having a bad tone here but you know when I saw what I was doing particularly in early in my marriage to my daughters you know basically God said hey hey dude you want to keep hurting your daughters and you want to push them away and I'm like no God that's not what I want to do he says okay well let's listen to me you know even with Suzanne in our marriage um Our uh, wedding verse was Ephesians 4.32, which says, Be kind and compassionate to one another, forgiving each other, just as Christ forgave you. Uh, I I didn't get that quote. Uh, Just as in Christ, just as there's something. I'm missing a phrase there. But (laughs) but anyway, there's, but what it means is, is that, that we are always, I, I tell my kids a lot. I never, as a dad, especially going back to tone and all the things I've learned, I never get the right to be angry and yell at you. I, I don't. I don't care what you do, kids. I, it doesn't mean I can't be firm. It doesn't mean I can't be in control. It doesn't mean I can't be even demanding at times as as a dad and and have authority. But I don't ever get to do it with anger. And if I do, it's my job to go apologize to them immediately because I know the damage that my tone can do. And and there's many times that, uh, man, Suzanne and I are both really working on that in our marriage right now, right? Because we've seen as we're working through some things that we actually have better tones with our kids than we do with ourselves, and so we are working on that to make sure that we are uh, addressing that. And 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 uh, man, it's hard sometimes, isn't it?
1: Yeah, yeah. And so I just want to say that. Um, just some practicals for you guys to take away to d- a couple things for you do to invest in your relationship when it comes to your tone. And Don's mentioned both of them. The first one is to stop before you speak the Ephesians, um, four, what would you what, 32, the Ephesians the,
0: 432. Yeah,
1: yeah. Go up a few verses to 429. And it says, do not let any unwholesome talk come out of your mouth, but only what is helpful." Re- For building others up according to their needs, needs, not needs, (laughs) that it may benefit those who listen. And so that's one of the things is stop before you say anything and and say to yourself, is this going to be helpful? Am I going to build them up? not not we're not right now remember we're fine tuning not our words we're fine tuning our tone so think about your tone so you're going to have to go back up to the awareness and think am i frustrated am i mad am i annoyed am i annoyed that they haven't cleaned up their room yet and is it going to come out of my tone of voice because parents we can't hide our tone of voice we can we can flatter our words we can change our words we can say what we want to say but we can't hide our words. And then I just want to say that the second thing about being practical to do these these two things, one, stop before you speak, because um, we want the unwholesome talk to not come out. <laughs> and the other one Don mentioned too as well is apologize. If your tone is, if you are frustrated that they haven't cleaned the room and the tone of voice that comes out is a frustrated tone, then label it and say what it is. Treat our kids with honor and respect and say, You know what? I'm sorry. That was a rude tone of voice or that was a harsh or that was a a frustrated tone of voice because I asked you to clean your room up and you haven't done it yet. And that made me frustrated. And I'm sorry that I used that tone and I'm sorry that I'm frustrated with you. Now, can I help you clean your room? I mean, can I? Because remember, parents, we want to connect with our kids, with everything we say, with everything we do. And now with our tone of voice, we want to connect with our kids. Well, and...
0: as a practical thing, just memorize Ephesians 429, because it's a great verse to recall when you are in that moment. And in this case, we're talking about, do not let any unwholesome talk come out of your mouth. And so we have, we associate the word talk with, with words. words, right? But what we want to do today is get you to expand that and associate the word talk also with your tone. Because that is going to be key, and and what and another thing that happens, and I hope this will, I'm I'm trying to kind of as we close to try to inspire you and encourage you to really uh, embrace your tone in a good way. Because like you said, I know that can be frustrating. I've I've really walked through that and that frustration of it. But but what what happens is when you start to downgrade your tone and you start to be calmer and with with the firmness that you're doing and things like that you actually get listened to more Mm -hmm. you will if you want to be listened to by your kids use calmer tones more encouraging tones more inspiring tones you know what if I need to get their attention and if I have to raise my voice they're going to listen to me because it doesn't happen very much yeah but if you do it all the time it's
1: clout it's credibility yeah so daddies you don't have to you don't have to yell because the voice that you've been given as a deep male is going to get them to follow you. If you've trained them to only obey by yelling, then you're going to have to back it off a little
0: bit. But but also as another incentive, kind of where that's the positive side of things, realize parents, your negative tones and your harshness and your yelling is doing damage to your relationship. And, And so often we think, Oh, I want to have this great relationship with my child, but in reality, in reality, we are doing the very things that is pushing them away. Yeah, and you know, and how many kids do you know? Maybe you were like this: is that when you were a kid, is that, man, you avoided your parents because you thought they were going to yell at you? Don't be that parent. Change the legacy, mm-hmm. and and changing the legacy means changing your tone. Yeah.
1: And just know that there's so many times that our kids actually do not listen to us, but they, 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 they don't hear our words. They forget what we've said, but they remember how we made them feel. They remember Mm -hmm. if they were encouraged, if they were lifted up, if they felt honored and valued. They remember that. They might not remember, oh, I love you. I think you're amazing. I think you're incredible. You know, they might not remember when we've said, oh, my gosh, I'm so mad at you. I can't believe you did that. They're not going to remember the mad at you did that, whatever it is that is. They're just going to remember that mommy and daddy don't like me (laughs) because that's how they feel. That's their feel. And so that's what we want to just encourage you with is you use your tone of voice to connect in your relationship relationships at the, at the, the next level, the fine tooth level, whatever level we're talking about here, that tone of voice makes people feel good or bad.
0: Yeah. And, and the more you can get your tone in line, the more, the better you're going to connect with your kids. Yes. This is important parents. This is one of those that you, um, you may not like it, may not like what we're saying in some ways, but listen to it and work on it because it's going to, it's, a, it's one of those things that can be a game changer in your family and a game changer in your parenting.
1: Yeah, and if you don't believe us, then do this experiment, okay? Talk to your dog, okay, <laughs> and say to your dog, I... I hate you. I can't stand you. I wish you didn't live in our family anymore. You're the worst dog ever. And watch that dog wag its tail and be so happy and all that stuff, and then go negative, go deep and dark and rude and mean and 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 with your tone of voice, but say wonderful, sweet things. Don, you do the negative side. You be <laughs> the, the you, dog.
0: <laughs> yeah. Well, then you would say, "I, I love you." You know I love you. You're the best dog You're, ever. <laughs> exactly.
1: <laughs> I'm going to give you as many treats as you want, you know, and you watch the dog cower. Um because the dog understands tone. How yeah. much more if the dog understands tone do we understand tone? Yeah. Do we fine tune fine tune human beings D- yeah. Decipher tone and use meaning. We attach so much meaning to it, so. and we all okay. do.
0: And so, it's important with your kids. It's important with your spouse. Tone is so important. We hope you work on that, and you will um, interject that into your family. And and really, one of the things, just you start to have an encouraging tone. You start to have a. Watch your kids react. Watch your kids just. Re- Who is this dad I've got? Who is this mom? Because (laughs) tone means a lot in your relationships. Hey, parents, thanks for listening. Go be crazy parents, crazycoolfamily.com.